Hey, you. Yeah, you. You didn't stumble here by chance, so let's talk. My name is Tyann, but a lot of people call me Taj, and I'm most known for my loud New York personality and my unfiltered opinions. The Melanated Mindset is a safe space for unpopular opinions and heated debates amongst a diverse melting pot of those of us that classify as a melanated millennial. And I don't care if you got a lot of melanin, just a little bit of melanin, or hell, you just melanated by association. Everybody is welcome. Now, I can't speak for y'all, but after seeing what being an adult is really about, nah, I got some things to say. And I know y'all do too. So let's talk about it. Because what's really going on? What is up, y'all? Welcome, if you're new. Welcome back to the Melanated Mindset. Wow, y'all. Season 2, episode 1. How did we get here? 13 episodes deep into this? Like, for real. Y'all fuck with me that much? We're here? I have no idea how we got this far. I don't know why we got this far. Not to say that I didn't believe in myself or... I didn't have faith. It's just like, wow. It is turning out to be everything that I wanted it to be and then some. Like, I knew what I wanted for this podcast. And let me tell y'all, my Virgo brain, like, if it wasn't for me being on lockdown over here in Italy, like, this podcast launch would have been of an exquisite caliber. Do you hear me? Do y'all hear the vocabulary I'm using? That's because that's what it would have been. However, I told, like I told y'all in season one, when I just started, I had to just start. I had to just kick myself in the ass and I genuinely had to just start. Because if I didn't, I never knew when I would. I If I didn't jump, I didn't know when I would jump, so I had to just close my eyes and jump, and I can genuinely say that I have never made a more perfect decision because this podcast is, although it's therapeutic, although it is turning into my form of work, it's also literally, it's doing what I wanted it to do. It's documenting my growth, and I think that's the coolest part because when I go back and I listen to season one for y'all it's been a couple weeks that we've been off season but for me I'm jumping right back into it and even just jumping right back into it there is so much that has changed so much going on in the world in my personal life since I started this podcast four months ago, pretty much, like it's crazy to think that I made this leap of faith literally four months ago. But it was probably the best decision I've ever made because I'm genuinely enjoying this growth process. And for you guys to even care enough to go on it with me, kick it with me, like be willing. To rock it out with me, see where this goes. Or for those of y'all that's just dead-ass nosy, that's cool too. Don't worry. When we start generating coins, being nosy gets me paid regardless. So I appreciate the genuine support. But, I mean, if you hear, you hear. You feel me? 
But y'all know nothing has changed. I'm jumping straight into my complaint of the week because it is Monday. And who does not have something to complain about on a Monday? This Monday, y'all, season one was intros. Season one was more about me. Season two, I'm coming in hot, okay? We're talking about what the streets is talking about. We're talking about the shit that really needs to be talked about on top of that, okay? So my complaint of the week is Karen culture. Yes, Karen culture. And I don't even believe that I need to even explain what that is. However, our Fendi fact will kind of explain what that is for those of you that might I'm not going to say live under a rock because I guess that's mean, but for those of y'all that are just completely oblivious to what is going on in the world, the Fendi fact will explain Karen culture. However, that is my complaint of the week because currently trending, I have seen two Karen videos. That's what we're going to refer to them as because that's what they are. One, we're going to call Victoria's Secret Karen. You guys can look this literally if you Google Victoria's Secret Karen. I promise you, Abigail Epcot, I believe that's how you pronounce her name. Oh, yes. And we're calling Karens out because they want us to not do that. So, duh, we're not going to do that. Yes, Miss Abigail Epcot of New Jersey. I think it was like Cedarwood. New Jersey, something like that. I don't know. Google it. Get all the facts. But this is a white woman that apparently was being verbally aggressive to a black woman inside of a Victoria's Secret store inside of a mall in Jersey. And like, as soon as the black woman whipped out her phone and started recording, I guess Abigail didn't realize at the very, very moment that this black woman, whose name I'm not going to try to pronounce because I do not want to disrespectfully butcher it. But when you guys look up the story, you'll see the names. Um, I guess she didn't initially realize when she was recording. So she, when the video first starts, oh, Abby is trying to run up on our good sis. She's she's trying to hit her, blow her, I don't know what, for real, for real. Mind y'all, I think it is important to add that Miss Abigail... She works in the teaching profession, right? Soon as little Miss Abby seen that camera pull out, oh, baby, she whipped out her best Jennifer Aniston. Like, for real, for real. Sis needs an award or a straight jacket. For real, for real. Because, y'all, the show she put on when she realized she was being recorded. Oh, when I tell y'all, Karen went straight into her sympathy bag. I mean, immediately in her sympathy bag. Like, oh, like as soon as the camera started rolling, sis already knew what role to play. She was not wasting no time, y'all. This woman starts compulsing on the floor, asking not to be recorded. She's asking the store managers to take this woman's phone. Then she's lying, saying she was not trying to hit this black woman. Mind y'all, we seen how the video started. She was clearly trying to hit this black woman. 
then she's just so distraught. And all she keeps worrying about is the fact that she's being recorded. Like, please, please stop recording me. Y'all, I'm talking, doing the most, shaking on the floor. Then we got Karen number two, who is another white woman in the background of this video at the cash register, clearly trying to just check out her little six for 26 panties. And not minding the business she needs to be minding. And she opens her mouth to tell this black woman, like, why don't you just leave? Like, she's clearly upset. And the black woman is like, why don't she just leave if she really is so upset? I'm just standing here. She tried to hit me. And we're going to get, we're we, we going to get into Karen, those type of Karens, Karens number two. But right now, we we on Abby Karen, main Karen. Y'all, she was showing her ass y'all to the point where she eventually gets up off the floor literally yelling at the store workers to take this black woman's phone because she's recording starts chasing this black woman around this victoria's secret telling her leave me alone yes the woman doing the chasing is yelling leave me alone get away from me as she's running towards this woman with the camera who's recording her do all y'all it was the epitome of a shit show if I've ever seen one. But to counteract some good, apparently, according to Twitter, I don't know how many of y'all are into Twitter. Unfortunately, although we have Karen culture, which has always been a thing, it's just now fortunately being recorded and publicized for the world to see. Although that is a thing, apparently, we now have something known as the Karen Correction club for those of y'all that don't know what i'm talking about what video i'm referencing i am going to i'm going to explain there's a current so apparently this woman uh is one about to miss her flight she's running late and i guess i'm assuming they this part of the video wasn't filmed so i'm just assuming she was running late and being nasty with the gate agent or the ticket agent i i apologize i don't know what the position is called who was a black woman Apparently, she called this black woman a bitch. So, I guess that woman went and got her supervisor, who was this young man. And the video starts with him pretty much telling her, like, you called my employee a bitch, so you will not be flying with us today. We do not tolerate that crap over here. Those were his his exact words. We do not tolerate that crap over here. You will not be flying with us today. You should, should I suggest you look into other airlines spirit might have availability y'all read her ass and spirits too very classily it was effortless and that that is the type of support people of color need from white people you don't have to understand what it's like to be us but you need to understand right from wrong simple as that you get that it's going to roll us into our Fendi fact of the day, which y'all are not even going to fucking believe, by the way. According to the Huffington Post, in the year 2020, the name Karen fell 171 spots on the popularity list. Last year, only 325 baby girls were named Karen, compared to the 439 that were named Karen in 2019. They can't say for sure that the trending pejorative Karen meme is to blame for the name's decline in popularity. 
Still, it seems more than likely that Karen's recent association is to that of white women who throw fits and demand to speak to store managers. Can y'all actually believe that? Can y'all actually believe that? Like, for real, for real. People are deciding not to name their child Karen, even if that's generally what they want to name their child. Simply because the name has a negative connotation right now. That's what they worried about doing. They th- That's what they think is fixing the problem. Now, I might be a little forward here, but I think I speak for all people of color when I say, we do not give a rat's ass if your name is Karen, if your name is Sarah, if your name is Beth, if your name is Susan. It doesn't matter. Karen is more than just a name. Karen is a persona that some people, I can't even just say women because... We can have a can too, but it's a persona that some Caucasian people, or not even just Caucasian people, but entitled, clearly underlyingly racist people embody. It's it is who they are. It is their personality. It is what is in them. So. Name your baby Karen if you want to name your baby Karen. Now, if your baby turned out to be a Karen, that's a different story. That's a conversation for a different day. And that's her mama, that's your problem. But Karen culture has just, it has amplified what people of color already knew existed and what the world is trying to present, what the world is trying to pretend doesn't exist. It's always the you guys are overreacting. That's not all of us. We duh. We know that. We know that it was never up for debate. If it is, it's just imagine before technology, before cell phones, how much of this bullshit black people put up with and literally had to literally try to prove their innocence over bullshit. Y'all, there's so many Karen stories I can think of off the top of my head. I'm sure y'all can. Barbecue Karen, Victoria's Secret Karen. We got Walmart, Karenita, Carmenita, the video of... There's a video of this black man walking in the Walmart parking lot. He's recording himself because apparently... This Spanish woman's son lost his phone and she was using her phone to do find my iPhone and it was saying that the phone was in the vicinity. Mind y'all, they are in Walmart fucking parking lot. And he just so happened to be walking past her and she pinged it and was like, it's in this area. Mind you, never said it, like went off in his, and she's like, you have my son's phone. And he's like, like what? He's like, no, I don't have your son's phone. Pull out everything out of his pockets. 
And she's like, well, and he's trying to go in the store and she's like, well, I'm not letting you leave. I'm going to call the police. Da, da, da. Y'all accusing this random black man in this parking lot of stealing her son's phone to the point where he's like, well, you want to call the police? Okay, I'm going inside the store to talk to the manager. Did the right fucking thing, y'all. Beat her to it. Storms inside the store to go talk to you. Y'all know, if you ever been to Walmart, you know the little ticket people that be standing out there checking receipts, but not really checking receipts. Walks up to them, asks for a manager, pretty much brings them up to speed on what happened. Mind you, this woman is following him because she doesn't want him out of her sight because she's waiting for the police to arrive. And then in the middle of him recording all of this going on, y'all, the woman's son comes from the car with his phone. And her facial expression was just like, oh my gosh, like it was in the car and the black man's like, see, it was in the car the whole time. You owe me a fucking apology. And she looks up at him, looks up at the camera and says, no, I don't. Fuck off. And flips him off and walks away and proceeds to go about her day. Mind y'all, the cops were on their way. This is not even a white woman. This is a Spanish woman. So we cannot just act like this is a black, white thing. Black people are always on one end, but who's on the other end is just dependent on the day and what neighborhood and what area you live in. And it is so disheartening. Imagine literally walking up to a stranger, accusing them of being a thief, calling the police on them. And you and your kid didn't even check the fucking car. Are you serious? You're that entitled? A black man walking through the parking lot intimidated you that much? You just assumed he was a thief and a criminal. When really your child was just fucking irresponsible. Imagine. Imagine a world where those things didn't get publicized. Because that's a world that we were living in 10, 15 years ago. That is the world that black people have always lived in. The rest of the world is just finally getting a very small snippet into what it's like to be in our shoes. The rest of the world is finally finding out what it is to be empathetic, to see the bullshit, the racist, heavy on the racist bullshit that we got to put up with every day on our regular fucking day. Now, if you're listening to this and you're not black or a person of color, imagine trying to go to the grocery store because you ran out of fucking milk and somebody hawks you down in the parking lot, accuses you of being a thief. You have no fucking idea what they're talking about. They call the police on you. They turn out to be wrong. They don't apologize. They flip you off and go about their day while the police are still on their way. Imagine a day, a regular fucking Wednesday. That is what it is like to be black on a regular Wednesday. And. Unfortunately, a lot of people that are not us cannot relate. And we're not asking you to understand, for real, for real, what it's like to be us. But we are asking you to understand fucking right from wrong. Have common decency. And to all the people that just walked past in the parking lot that heard what was going on, the Karen number twos, Y'all are also the problem. The, those are the, the 
people that I don't see color. If you are spewing that I don't see color bullshit, you are. Are you hearing th- are you hearing this? Can you hear me? You are equally part of the problem. Because one, you're in denial. You're in denial and apparently you're fucking colorblind. Because what do you mean you don't see color? You think that that's a cop-out to prove that you're not racist, but what that really is, is very telling to your blind eye to our obvious prejudice. That's really what that is. So if you are a person with black friends and you're not black and you go around saying things like, oh, I don't see color, let me tell you right now, majority, I can't speak for all black people, but majority of the black friends that you hang around, that statement don't rub them the right way. Not in the way that you think. It don't It don't give what you think it gave. It make us go, mm. Because that means that in those type of situations, you will be a silent bystander. You will be the person that just sits and watches that take place. But as long as you're not the person doing it, that's okay. Not as bullshit. That's not going to fly anymore. Because if you have the privilege to de-escalate a situation, that is something you should always put to use. Because we don't have that type of privilege. If a black person walks up to two Caucasian people having an altercation on the street, that situation most likely is going to escalate. We don't have the privilege of our presence de-escalating a situation. However, if a black person or a Caucasian person are getting into altercation and a Caucasian person walks up, that could literally go either way. Chances are when somebody does intervene, it's not, it's going somewhere in a negative light. Because the real people that have the privilege to help are the people that are walking by, not saying shit, shaking their heads, maybe even recording. Don't get me started on those that record it, post it on your Facebook page when you get home. Like, oh my God, I witnessed this white woman be so aggressive towards this. Camera number two, you the problem. You are also the problem. Because what you fail to realize is, although that was a small altercation that you witnessed, on our end, every single one of those altercations is life or death. Do y'all get that? For real, dude, does does the world grasp that? That every single time a person of color gets into any single altercation, whether it be small whether it be big, whether it be with somebody else that's black, whether they be white, whether they be Spanish. For us, it is always life or death. Do y'all know that? For real. There are the people that, that scream that, well, we just need to know how to behave and conduct ourselves. And when police pull us over, stop resisting. All police officers aren't bad, blah, 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 blah. We know that. You are speaking the fucking obvious. You are deflecting from the situation because nobody said any of those things wasn't true. 
we're talking about what the fuck happens when we do do all of those things. When we do everything right and nothing wrong. Nobody's an angel. But that black man in that Walmart parking lot was literally minding his fucking business. And what are people going to say? That's an isolated incident? Well, yeah, it is. But imagine how many of those quote-unquote isolated incidents take place all over the country, all over the world, every single day, for the past 400 years, from before that, before cell phone. Imagine. So is it really an isolated incident? Or is it a norm that society tries to bury and continue to tell black people doesn't exist? AKA, we don't see color. So AKA, it's not happening. The AKA, we're just not going to talk about it because it's uncomfortable. And well, I'm not racist, so that's all that matters. You know? That is equally toxic Karen culture. That's the worst type of toxic Karen culture, in my opinion. For you to be Caucasian and privileged, and to you either going to use your privilege for good or you're going to use it for bad. There's no in-between. And not using it at all is using it for bad. Because why would you not use that privilege to stand up for someone when they're being wronged? Am I saying go run around with Black Lives Matter t-shirts on? I mean, you probably fucking should. But that just means stepping up when it's obviously time to step up and not turning a blind eye to the bullshit that is our day-to-day struggle that you know nothing about. You can make a black person's day a little bit easier and get them home to their family. Why the fuck wouldn't you? Excuse my French. I'm dropping hella curse words. But I mean, this should get me mad, y'all. Because I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get how you could just waste privilege like that. Waste privilege and then lie about it to our face. That I don't see color shit. Oh, it just, it literally grinds my gears. And it's literally... Seeing these type of videos day in, day out, and being told that, oh, well, it's it's the isolated incident. That's just that one person. Blah, 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 blah. It takes a toll on your mental. Y'all have hear, heard me. Y'all have heard me say it before. It is a mental journey, a mental race and mental struggle to be black period yet alone to be black in today's world in the social media era where every day you can log on and find something that breaks your little brown heart find something that reminds you that you are supposedly the less than something that reminds you it's been 400 years but has it Log on and find something that lets you know we have come so far, yet made no progress at all. And that shit is really sad. And there are days like that where for all of the people that are not black or of any type of pigment, melanated hue or color. When you see videos like this trending, check on your black friends just because they don't share it. Or even if they do share it, hell, that shit be heavy. 
No, all black people not the same. We all different, but we carry a weight y'all will never understand. You don't know what it is to be united until you know what it is to be broken down. That's why fraternities and sorority, line brothers and line sisters, that's supposedly why they be so close. They got broken down together, built back up. Y'all, as a society, as a culture, as a nation, y'all ain't never been broken down like that. So y'all don't know what it is to have to be forced to unite over that type of trauma. And that is what it is to be black in today's society, is to see those things literally in the palm of your hand every day and just feel heavy because you know at any given day, at any given time, that could very simply be you or someone you know. And that is a very sad reality to walk around with on your shoulders every day. These are not just videos. These are not just hashtags. These are not just names. These are incidents that happen to real fucking people. And that continues to happen to real fucking people. Until privileged people have the guts to stand up and stick up for us. Because, y'all, we is tired. Okay? This is an everlasting fight. We're never not fighting. But it's not fair to have to fight on your way to the grocery store. It's not fair to have to fight on your way to go get some new panties for your man. Like, who want to be attacked by a crazy-ass white woman? Like, people got shit to do. We got shit to do just like, yeah, I was supposed to go pick up my kids, and now you in here having a tantrum, calling them all security season, chasing me in fucking Victoria's Secret. I was just trying, that woman said it in the video. She was just trying to use her coupon. She was just trying to use her coupon and get her free panties. That's it. We be just trying to lay low, chill, and still be getting fucked with. That's what's the problem. It really is, and it's sad. And I don't know if it's because my birthday's coming up in a couple of days or, you know what it is? I really, I'm lying. I think that's what it is because last year I turned 25 in the middle of COVID. So that was like supposed to be like, ooh, my next big birthday. You know, after 21, the next birthday you're looking forward to was 25. And my birthday is August 25th. So I was turning 25 on the 25th. Y'all, I've been waiting for that birthday my whole life. Spent that bitch in a crib because of COVID and I'm so mad. So I feel like this year, 26 is like my 25th, but like done over because outside is open a little bit. And I guess I'm having like, I don't know, is it a quarter of a century crisis or whatever? Or I think, I see, you know what? It's crazy. I seen a, a tweet on Twitter literally saying that something happens between the ages of like 24 and 26 where like it all just clicks you find your purpose blah 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 and I did a little more research and apparently during that time period this is not a Fendi factor or nothing I'm literally just remembering the article off the top of my head and it said between the ages of 24 and 26 something about our frontal lobes in our brain is like finally fully developed and like You've it all all the pieces finally come together. And I feel like I'm having that. I'm starting to I can feel myself maturing, becoming just a grown ass woman. And it's events like these that happen on a day to day that remind me like 
I am grown now because this stuff weighs on me. I'm not a little kid. I can't pretend like this is grown-up stuff. I am a fucking grown-up, you know? Like, I got to be mindful of how much of this stuff I take in, but also be present and understand what's going on and also use my voice and my platform to bring awareness to what is going on because a lot of it, it just needs... Some of these stories... They would die down very quickly if they got the publicity they really supposed to get. If these videos got in the right... People like her will be done and finished. And as as they fucking should be. <sighs> Y'all, I did not intend for episode one to be this hot. I mean, I did, but whew, I didn't really get this hot. But, ooh, that Karen culture shit just blows... My mind. When people try to downplay it is really what blows my mind. But I told y'all, season two, I'm coming in hot. We're talking about the shit that needs to be talked about. And right now, this is the shit that's supposed to be talked about, but instead, we're talking about things that don't matter on social media. We're talking about who wore it best and et cetera, et cetera. Right? So I want to flip that script. I want to change the narrative to the things that we should be talking about, the things that we should be giving our attention. And speaking of things that we should be giving our attention, since this is season two, we're back at it for a new season. I felt like it was only right that I added a new segment to the show. And I want, before I jump into the word of the week, I want to, every episode, I'm going to try to shout out a Black-owned business because there is, there's two types of consumers, I guess, when it comes to Black-owned business. There's those of us that go hard, that do it, do the research, find the products, spend the money, support, buy the shit, leave the reviews, all that, right? And then, let's be honest, there's the other group of black people that want to support black owned businesses but just too damn lazy to do the research do the homework don't want to pay their prices blah 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 so i'm making it easy for y'all every week i'm gonna plug y'all in on something so that all y'all gotta do is listen to this go find their instagrams that will be tagged on the show's instagram if you're not following me on Instagram at the.melanatedmindset, you need to be, so that you can go directly to all the businesses that I'm going to shout out every week, go directly to their page, and see what they're about. I will be honest, some of these businesses are my friends, but I'm not just plugging them because they're my friends. If y'all don't know this by now, y'all will. I support good shit, okay? I generally support good shit, good people. And not to toot they own horn or whatever, but my friends is, they are doing the damn thing, okay? We got businesses that range from cosmetic lines to nail salons to personal trainers to, you know, hair care lines. Oh, it's hype, y'all. Okay. So we going to spread some black girl magic, black boy joy, all that good stuff. And for my first uh, business shout-out, I actually want to shout-out Leela May Jewelry. Follow her on Instagram. I'm going to have it 
on my Instagram. So if you want to figure out how to spell that, make sure you go to the podcast Instagram page, go to season two, episode one post. You'll find all of that stuff literally in the caption. I want to shout out her business because one, her products are amazing, y'all. She sells jewelry. It's gold-plated jewelry, so you can wear it in the shower. It does not change. doesn't turn green. You don't need to put no clear nail polish on it. If you know, you know. None of that. And she has really good quality gold. And the reason that I'm choosing for her to be my first shout-out, let me start off by saying I, I do not know her. This is not one of my friend's businesses, but I just... It, it's crazy how it all comes full circle. The reason that I want her to be my first business shout out is because I found her when I was doing some research before I started the podcast and when I did my launch photo shoot that you guys have already seen on my Instagram page. Again, if you're not following me on there, go do that. But the launch photo shoot, I had a vision for what I wanted. And I wanted almost everything that was displayed and showcased in my photo shoot to be from a Black-owned business, down to the jewelry, y'all. I was not playing. I was going to be dripping in Black dollars from head to toe. Literally, down the the turbans on my head was from a Black-owned business. Y'all will get that plug in another episode. But literally, down to the jewelry. And then not only was it a Black-owned business, but she had jewelry that says she has hoops that say and and racism i'm so mad because they're sold out but waiting for them to get back in stock she had a chain that says melanin which i did get lucky enough to get and it just it created the perfect vibe for my photo shoot my launch photo shoot fast forward to now that picture has now she's actually reposted my picture on her page and it actually has helped me gain quite a bit of followers and I got somebody that messaged me told me that they found me from her page so I thought it was important to shout her out because I genuinely y'all I paid for my jewelry I didn't get no discount like and I remember when I placed my order I I ordered quite a bit of pieces from her and y'all I kid you not you could ask Rashonda the day I placed the order she sent me an email and I know when you shop at smaller owned businesses normally you get like you know you can tell that all of the the emails and the track everything just seems a little more personal a little more customized but I I don't know if this was an automated message but it it seemed like it was a personal email she sent literally just thanking me for my order and I thought that that was so freaking nice. Like, ask Rashonda, I could not shut up about it. I was like, yo, this is fucking amazing customer service. And y'all, she shipped out my shit, no lie, like the same day. Y'all know I live in Italy. It took like less than two weeks for my stuff to get here. It was exactly what I wanted. Nothing was missing. Packaging was great. Quality was great. It was just a great shopping experience. And the jewelry was cute as fuck. So, Leela May Jewelry. Y'all go follow her on Instagram, go shop, buy some pieces. Y'all don't have to tell her I send you. Again, I do not know this girl. I just genuinely found her on Instagram, supported her business. I want to give her a shout out because she gave me a shout out and I genuinely appreciate that. And that is what I want this podcast to be. I want this to be a platform where, like I said, I'm educating y'all and we're talking about things, but I'm also... I don't have no problem plugging a sister in. Like, 
listen, when one of us eat, we all eat. And I want it to be nothing but love and positivity over here. So y'all make sure y'all go check her out. Now, we have brought this around to an end. We're ending in a very familiar space. We are at our word of the week. This week, I chose accountability. Because Karen's, that's what y'all don't got and what y'all need. Karen number twos the that sit in silence. Y'all need to take accountability for y'all peers' actions. The same way y'all expect all of us to take accountability for all the black people options. We can hold you accountable to those exact same standards. Stop pushing expectations on us that you have no intentions of meeting yourself because I'm here to tell you that the millennials and Gen Z's of the world and whoever else is after that we not our grandparents we not even our parents okay we not the one we not the two and we will put y'all in y'all placed we will Record y'all. We will let the world see you showing your ass on the floor in Victoria's Secret. We will file whatever complaints need to be filed at your place of business. Because apparently you're prejudiced. Apparently you're racist. And you don't need to be working around children. That is what we got time for. That's 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 how we coming. So take accountability for yourself and your peers before we have to do it for you. Because we got a whole lot of time, okay? So don't, don't, just don't. Simply put. And on that note, if you made it this far, thank you for just rocking with me, kicking with me, chopping it up with me, all of that. I appreciate each and every one of y'all. The love, the support, it never goes unnoticed or unappreciated. And if you want to join the conversation in real time and share your personal thoughts and opinions, make sure you follow me on Instagram at the.melanatedmindset. That's where I'm going to be posting all the polls, the questions, the conversation starters, all of that. That's also going to be where you'll get to hear sneak peeks and previews into the episodes to come. It's going to be one hell of a ride. I hope y'all are ready. Until then, I'll see y'all same time, same place next week for hashtag Melanated Monday. And remember, the goal is to be good and do good. Until then, peace, y'all.